Hey guys, welcome to today's show. Honore, how are you doing? Fantastic. Good Fantastic. to see you. Fantastic. Yes, excited. I am super stoked about this episode. Can I say it's like a, such a 90s surfer thing to say or 80s surfer thing? Super stoked. Super um, stoked, man. Yeah, bro. Like, totally. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Like, I'm in an old <laughs> episode of The Simpsons or something. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about something you teach. You've taught me, you've, you teach frequently in, in, in several different areas, books, courses, webinars, uh, your four cornerstones of a professionally published book. So if you guys have any published or if you're aspiring to self-publish a book, these are super important. So what are the four cornerstones of a professionally published book? Yeah, great question. The four cornerstones are cover and interior design. So those are one that's under the design column. Then we have the editorial process, which I've broken up into two. So you, it's your editing, content editing, line editing, right? Everybody needs a little bit different type of editing. And then proofreading is separate. Mm. And then your copywriting, otherwise known as your sales copy or the book description that you read on the back of a book uh, or the description of the book that's on your retail sales page. That's mm. all the, That's all called book description copy, back cover copy. And so the reason those are important is because you don't want you as a professional who wants to make money, you don't want your book to scream self-published over the weekend without care and concern. <laughs> and if you, if you have a book like that, and I have lots of books like that, and I refuse to hold one up and throw anyone under the bus, but when I get a book that is not professionally published that's not well done that doesn't check the boxes mm. and within each of those four there are guidelines and things that really set you apart as a professionally published book or lump you in with the not so professionally published and then people will just disregard you they will look at your book cover and make that face <laughs> right it's not a good face for those of you just listening to the podcast later you know you know, it's like, oh gosh. And then you wonder, is this, is how they do this thing, how they do everything, mm. right? Did they, are they cutting corners in other areas? Are they going to cut corners when I hire them? And so you will be dismissed. And what you really want, and I, I don't like to should on people. I more must on them, right? You must write a book. You must market your book. Um, but really, this is a directive for anyone who wants to have a perennial seller, something that sells today, tomorrow, a decade from now, is you want your book to be indistinguishable from a traditionally published book. You want someone to take a book that they bought in the bookstore that was released by one of the big five publishers and hold your book up next to it and not be able to tell that it didn't come from a, an old school traditional publisher. Mm. You want them to either accept it as professionally published or at least wonder like, wow, who published this? You did a good job. Yeah. Or not think about it. Right. Because they can't, right. like you said, it's out of, it's kind of out of mind because they didn't see anything that raised a flag or caused them right. some type of notice. Right. And sometimes it is a subconscious decision. Like, oh, I'm hmm. not going to choose that because it doesn't look right. Or um, I'm definitely going to choose that because it is right. The brand is the branding of the book is on par with the branding of the person or company that they're wanting to engage. So important. I can't stress the importance enough. Did I mention it was important? <laughs> <laughs> we 
Well, Honoré is helping me with publishing a book now, and I'm super sensitive to all these things because of the teachings you've provided, but also because of the experience that I have with books. I really love a book. And you, you and I have spoken about this before. You can tell a quality book when it's in your hand, when you yeah. see it. Um, yes. I hate to say it, but if, if, there's, if it's lacking, you, without even opening it and seeing what the author wrote, you automatically start to assume it's just human nature that the book is something less than what you want or expect. And that's a huge, like, obviously hit to the author, um, but it's just human nature. And I think it's part of consumer nature to always be critical of something we're considering investing in, regardless of whether it's a $10 investment or a $1,000 investment. Correct. We're just kind of programmed to be slightly critical at the, at the point of assessing something for a purchase. So I love that you talk about those things and, and they really do come to fruition in, in your design. I think that what people don't understand when they're just like, oh, it just doesn't matter. I'll just hire someone on just this cheap website or I'll just have someone do it. Or it doesn't really need that level of care and concern is they are, they don't ever know the opportunity cost. Mm. They don't ever know the opportunity that they missed because someone said, well, I found this continuous stream of typos or I opened the book and it wasn't full justified or the book cover is just too simple or parochial. It could be so much better. And I think sometimes, especially in the indie community, there is a temptation to want to get it done for as little as possible, as opposed to saying, I'm willing to spend what it's going to take. I'm willing to invest what it, what I need to invest in order to get the product that's going to sell forever. There's a lot of you know, there's, there's the philosophy of the minimum viable product, and I am all for that, but I'm also interested in what are the things that are going to set me apart? What are the things that are going to set you apart and your book apart from all the other books that are like your book? Why would someone read your book and hire you? And if you want to just do some really simple math, don't calculate the cost of the book, calculate the income you will receive when that book works tirelessly on your behalf and just brings business to your door as a professional you are making money amounts of money with commas in them and so it doesn't take very many thousands of dollars to produce a book that is going to work like a rented mule for you <laughs> nice <laughs> right it's gonna feel like you're investing in a thoroughbred when you pay for it and you go wow this is this is definitely an investment, but don't we make investments with the expectation of a return on that investment? Right. Return on investment ROI. It's only an expense when you don't expect to get anything back from it. I know that I put in about $6,000 into You Must Write a Book, which has become a now book series workbooks, courses, a mastermind, all having its roots in the seed that is that book. And I didn't even do it with intention and purpose, right? I'll throw myself right under the bus and say that I met the four cornerstones of the professionally published book part 
but I didn't pull back and say, what could this be later, which is another conversation that we can have, but it is edited. It is proofread. It is beautifully graphic designed. The cover is beautiful. The interior is custom. The copywriting was done professionally. I have all of the little things like the logo on the spine and the visual interest with the writing underneath the, the main image on the cover. All of those things say either directly or in, indirectly, this is, this is the brand of a person who you can trust and who you should hire. That's the goal hmm. of all of those things. And so when you're thinking about your book, you can say, well, I don't have to spend $2,000 on a cover suite. I can spend $300. And it's like, well, the difference is $1,700. And how many clients do you have to get to make $1,700 more? And then you're in the black forever. 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 Forever and ever and ever. I've, I've invested all I will ever have to invest in You Must Write a Book until I do a new, a new edition, right? Which would be a new set of fees. Hi, well worth it. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. But let's do it. Um, <laughs> because it has resulted in so much fruit. It is the tree that bears fruit year in, year out, season in, season out. And so that's why the four cornerstones of a professionally published book are so important because you have this long, a fraction of a second to get someone's attention, get them to flip it over and read the cover description, the back cover description and buy now, or to put it at the top of their to be read pile. If it is a gift, if you are using your book to market your business, Mm. it has to be something that compels them that solves a problem and compels them to say, I'm going, you know, I have all these other books to read. Raise your hand. If you have more than a thousand unread books on your Kindle, hello. And a bookshelf full of books that haven't been touched that are on my, I'd really like to read them today list. The stack. <laughs> right? The stack, the stack of unread books haunts me and is added to daily against my, against my, you know, conviction today, I will not buy a book. And then I buy two. <laughs> <laughs> lied to myself once again. So in any event, those, those aspects are very important. And when you get them right, your book will work tirelessly for you for years to come. And you will look at what you invested in it while a substantial amount as a rounding error, it Mm. will be something that you will have thought, oh gosh, I would do that again in a heartbeat. Sign me up for book number two. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. And, uh, so there's two things that come to mind when you say that one is just this week after taking your advice months ago about a good quality book design, I've got this fantastic, beautiful looking, you know, book that's in the, in the works here all because I hired an expert, someone who's a, you know, brilliant designer. Um, and they knocked it out of the park and yes, I paid more than a lot of the other options out there, but even this week, I had someone say, did you get your book design in yet? Like your cover art? And I'm like, yeah, you want to see it? And they're like, yeah. And I show it to them and they're like, oh, I totally should have went with someone like that. I didn't and I'm having regrets. And I'm like, I haven't even published the book yet. And I'm like, check, like just another check in the box saying I made the right decision, not just because it, it was potentially the the better option of, of the options available to me when it came to quality, but just because of the eye of a designer, the 
the people that really do this stuff for a living know what's supposed to go on a good book. Yep. And the second part is I never had this experience, but I've talked to several people that have. They're they're like, well, I don't know if I should indie publish or self-publish because I don't know that I can produce a good enough product. And traditional book publishers just they must do a better job. And I'm sitting back now going, I would not have gotten the book I have now through a traditional publisher. I can guarantee it. Yeah. First time up at bat like this, I wouldn't have had this much input or and, and it probably would not have turned out as well. And so I just want to make sure that people out there understand that this isn't just someone like, you know, Honoré has done this and she's been successful at it and and she knows what she's doing. If you're in someone's shoes like I am, like where this is early for me in this process, I'm listening to the expert and I'm doing all the things and it's working. And every single time I'm like, thank God I listened. Thank God I listened. Thank God I listened. Because now I think I'm actually publishing a book that would exceed what I would have gotten from a traditional publisher. Well, and and this is not to throw traditional publishing under the bus. They do a fine job. As a matter of fact, they are the bar that I aspire to with every book. I want to be as good as or better as traditional publishing. I think that as an indie publisher, you can do the or better when Mm. you use professional editors, copywriters, proofreaders, designers, people that understand books, understand the book market, Mm -hmm. right? Understand how to deliver what readers are expecting. The better part is that you can optimize a book, which is creating the author reader relationship, right? If you read a book from a traditional publisher somewhere in there, they're going to say, thank you for reading this book by books and books, Inc. Go to booksandbooksinc.com and learn more about our authors. When you indie publish, you create the author reader relationship, not the publisher reader relationship. So that's the optimization piece. And then the maximization piece is in the back of the book. Again, it's not directing you to the publisher. It's directing you to what else the reader can do to engage with the author in a deeper and more meaningful way. Because if someone reads all the way through your book, they are probably thinking, oh, I really like this guy. Your book, monetize your book with a course, is about your expertise as a course provider, as a course creator, as an expert in that space. And so when someone reads your book and learns everything, one of two things is going to happen. They're going to say, I didn't learn everything I can learn in this book. What else can I do? Can I, A, take a course that he has provided, published? Yes. Or can I just hire him to do it? The number of people who have read, you must write a book, who then call me and go, here's my American Express card. Would you please handle this for me? There are too many details. Just from reading your book, just knowing you couldn't put everything in a book that I need to know, I would like you to handle it. So when someone gets all the way through your book, you've started to create this author-reader relationship with them, which can go deeper. I do get an awful lot of books from people who say, I read your book, I was inspired, I wrote my book and published it, and here it is. And that's so wonderful. That's awesome. It has also opened the door for some other relationships, which is also wonderful. That's what your book is supposed to do. You're supposed to, your book is supposed to be the milkshake that brings all the boys to the yard, okay? (laughs) I'm going to tell Tammy that. Yes. Yes. Not for you. You don't get any boys in your yard. I'm getting, you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? 
Yeah. So that is that is really why those four cornerstones are extra important. It will take money. You will need money to invest in that. You will need to take extra time. It is not something you want to rush, but when you do it well, it will pay dividends for a very long time up to and including maybe the whole rest of your career. Well, I think I think one of the benefits of the book, and I'm just experiencing this for the first time, so I'm talking about it kind of in the moment, but you know, having having worked toward these four cornerstones that you've outlined um, gives me the ability to now say, are the rest of my products up to par with this professionally published book, right? Mm -hmm. And I know that my courses are, but like I'm going to do a workbook, and that workbook's going to have to be on par with the book. Yes. And so it's just like a motivation to step your game up. And it keeps you focused in the right direction. So thank you so much for being able to share yes. the four cornerstones uh, with with the audience. One more time, can you kind of just list them out one last time? Yes, of course. So cover and interior design. So that's your design process. Your editorial, which is really the editing process and the proofreading process. Um, and then the copywriting, which is your book cover, your book cover description, your back cover description, or your sales copy, or the uh, information that you would put on the retail sales page. Like on Amazon, when you're reading about a book, that is the, the copy. And it is identical except for one sentence. Everything that goes on the back of the book is identical, except on the back of a book, you don't put scroll up and buy your copy or some kind of command. So that it's all the same except for that one sentence. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Honoré. You're the best. Thank you, Lucas. While you're here. <laughs> you're the best. That's why you're here. And you know, you guys need to check out the rest of the videos we've been posting. We've got tons of videos. We've got tons more coming out. Make sure you like the video, you subscribe to the channel, and we'll see you guys in the next lesson.